Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome to episode number 529 of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show and my first episode for 2018. In today's episode, I'm going to be doing a little bit more of a personal update on what's been going on here in the Next Level Studio and in my business, and more specifically, I want to share with you things that I'm going to be starting in 2018, and maybe equally as important, things that I will be stopping in 2018. I will also share a list of things that I'm going to continue working on in 2018, and I also want to share with you just a few details about things that I did just before 2017 ended. All right, so that's what we're going to do in this episode. We're going to just start right in by the first thing that I plan on stopping in 2018, and the first thing I plan to stop doing is setting impossibly high standards for this podcast. Oh, wow. So, I am super stoked about what happened with episodes 521 through 528. In my opinion, that is some of the greatest content that I have ever produced for any platform, Uh, the eight episodes just before this one. However, each one of those episodes took a minimum of two hours in show preparation, and one of them took six hours of show preparation. And then, of course, there was about two hours worth of recording and editing involved, and and some of them maybe even had a little bit longer than that. And no, I don't want to hire somebody else to edit my shows. I know that everybody else is super stoked about the fact that they have finally uh, outsourced the production of their show. And I can totally see how that could work for a lot of people, but it does not, it doesn't work for what I wanted to have. It's it's not something that I desire. It's not a goal that I have to outsource the editing and the production of this particular show. And the reason why is because I record what's on my heart as I'm looking at the outline in front of me. And then when I'm finished recording, there are one of two things that can happen. One, I will consider that episode to have been live to drive, which means it needs zero post-production with the exception of opening it up in Adobe Audition, running my secret sauce on it, saving it back out as an MP3 file, and then tagging it and uploading it. Sure, I could outsource that in a heartbeat. And that happens, I would say, maybe 20 to 30% of the time. It may even happen in this episode. This may end up being a live drive. Or in the event that there is maybe 
I might accidentally cough or something like that. Thankfully, I'm over my bronchitis, which you guys did not know that I dealt with for six out of the past eight weeks, but because I edited all of that out. And yeah, even the coughing and stuff like that, I could, if, if I outsourced the production of my show and it was just editing it, editing out a coughing spell and, and the, you know, the, where I had cut off before starting over with a new phrase. Yeah, that could even be outsourced. But for me, what can't be outsourced is when I'm looking at my very well-prepared outline and I hit the record button. I record for about an hour and 20 minutes. And then when I'm finished, I say to myself, well, that was over an hour. And is that an episode where I'm going to say, hey, that's pretty much live to drive. I know it's an I know it's an hour and 20 minutes, but I feel like it really needs to be an hour and 20 minutes. There are times that that's happened, and there are episodes in excess of an hour in this podcast feed. I'm sure you guys are quite aware of that, but the reality is, is that a majority of the time when I go in excess of an hour, I look at it and say, eh, I think there is a bit that I could cut down, pare down, and in the past eight episodes, for example, episodes 521 through 528, every single one of those were ones where about 15 to 20 minutes worth of content was completely eliminated from the recording before I published it and put it out to you here in the podcast feed. And I know there are some, uh, there there are even maybe a couple hundred of you who would absolutely love the raw, unedited, give me it all, Cliff, as it was recorded. And I totally love that. I love that you guys love that about the content. But the the thing is, is there's always going to be new people who are tuning into a podcast episode, whatever episode it is. Every single episode is somebody's first time ever hearing my show. And there, there, it's just quite plain to me that eh, I didn't need to go into that much detail on that one point for that length of time. And in the post-production process, I get to choose what gets cut on the, on, the, on, on the cutting floor. And I just can't see myself allowing someone else to make that decision. Because in essence, I can't outsource the recording of this show to someone else. Meaning that I can do all of my show prep and and have an outline by the way it is not a transcript maybe if i was to create a transcript and i hired somebody with an incredibly awesome voice and say hey here's what i wrote now go and record this for me and 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 try to sound just like me or what i don't know anyway i could see if it was a transcript and i had already decided ahead of time i know exactly what words should and should not be in there because it's in the transcript i just want you to go and voice the entire transcript and record it and sure go ahead and do that could that be outsourced maybe but that's not how i do things i i have a very detailed outline well sometimes it's more detailed than others Episodes 521 through 528, extremely detailed outlines. And I am deciding on the fly what words will I formulate, uh, use to formulate my thoughts? What words will I use to put together these bullet point items? But what words will I choose to uh, communicate the the content, the information that's in that bullet point. 
And also on the fly, many times it's it's like what supporting story do I want to tell that I didn't even put into the outline because it's just now occurring to me as I'm looking at the bullet point list of things in my outline. And so that can't be outsourced. And so I can't imagine allowing someone else to determine what which, which of those words and sentences and phrases or stories that I ad-libbed as I was recording, which one of those can be cut out and still have the overall message and heart of what I want to still remain in the episode. So, and for me, I'm thinking that, because, and, and again, this is, I'm not suggesting that you should not outsource the post-production of your show. But for me, the creation process is coming up with the words as I'm recording. And if I decide to do post-production, a.k.a. editing on my show, which I have been doing about 70%, maybe even more, of my episodes, when I decide something is going to get cut or multiple things are going to get cut, it is a part of my creative process and it changes exactly what what it is that's being said and how it's being said by dis- making the decision on what gets cut and doesn't get cut. It's not that my post-production and editing is editing out mistakes. Oftentimes, mine is editing out content that was recorded and decided on the fly to be added into it, but then in retrospect, I go back and say, ah, I, got, I probably could have left that part out, or I could have, uh, you know what, I could leave that in, but I, I bet you I did not need to go into so much detail about this, and, and I will tell you that I'm super proud of episodes 521 through 528, but the preparation into those episodes, massively long, the... Uh, the recording longer than it should be probably. And then, yes, the editing process has been pretty significant as well. And so as a result of that, it's just like that. It's a ton of work. I mean, it's it's literally an entire day's work to create one podcast episode. And uh, again, episodes 521 through 528, all eight of them were worth every single second I spent on them. I loved every single moment of it. So the end result of those eight episodes was amazing. Uh, But there are just some weeks where I'd rather just do an episode like this, one where it's more personal and informal. Now, surprisingly, I, I spent about two hours in show preparation on deciding exactly what I was going to share about the things that I'm going to start, start doing and stop doing, things that I'm going to continue to do, and the things that I've done recently that I want to tell you about. So I still took a lot of time, but this is, it, it's different. And if I did not have this impossibly high standard of these past eight episodes, I probably would have recorded an episode Christmas week and New Year's Eve, you know, the New Year's Eve week leading up to New Year's Eve. But I chose not to produce episodes during those two weeks because, well, quite frankly, I was taking a lot of time off for my business with the exception of hanging out with the members of my next level mastermind. But outside of that, I I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take, take it easy. The kids are off school. It's kind of laid back. It's the holiday time. 
I'm really enjoying this. And I was, that's exactly what happened. But it was on my schedule still to record the, the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It was still my plan at the time to record one Christmas week and, you know, and the one right up before New Year's Eve. However, because of my impossibly high standards for this show, I was thinking, you know, gosh, in 2018, from this point forward, I'm never going to produce another podcast episode that's not like episodes 521 through 528. And with that as my standard, I, I, I just wasn't feeling it those those two weeks. It's like, listen, I, I just don't feel like putting in six to eight hours into a podcast episode right now. Can I do it? Yes. Do I have the content? Yes. Can I come up with the content? Yes. Do I want to Christmas week and New Year's Eve week? No. I didn't. I didn't want to do it. I, and by the way, just so f- thankful, I, I was not dealing with like va- you know seasonal blues like I normally used, you had in many years past from Thanksgiving through right around the week after Christmas. I used to deal with some seasonal blues, but uh, not this year. And I think a lot of that has to do with my decisions to to take the big leap that I talked about a few weeks back, actually a couple months back now. Uh, I'm referring to the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And for those of you who are relatively new, you can go back about 10, 15 episodes and you'll see all that content back there in the feed. But yeah, I, 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 I didn't experience the seasonal blues. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm spending almost all of my time in my zone of genius, and I think that's incredible. And so it, it just came time to record those episodes the last two weeks, and I'm like, eh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like it. And it had more to do with the fact that I just wanted to kick back and relax and enjoy holiday with my family. And just because I didn't have to do it, I chose not to do it. And therefore, that's why you guys haven't heard from me in the last two weeks. But I'm back now. I'm super stoked about 2018. And I have some things that I'm going to share with you. But what I will say is in 2018, there will be many more episodes that maintain the quality standard of episodes 521 through 528. So if you liked the previous eight episodes prior to this one, I have great news for you. There will be many, many, many more of those episodes in 2018. However, if you like this episode right here, this more personal, informal just approach to saying, hey, this is what's going on in my mind, this is what's going on in my business, this is what's going on in my life. If you like these episodes, I'm happy to tell you that, well, guess what? You're going to get some more of those in 2018 as well. And I'm not even making a decision on what the ratio is. I will decide week to week. What I will tell you is that I am, now I'm moving into the next thing. So that's what I'm going to stop doing. So the first thing I'm going to stop doing is setting impossibly high standards for this podcast content. What The first thing I'm going to share with you that I'm going to start doing in 2018 is creating more content. Uh, you guys know that I shut down podcasting A to Z. Well, those of you who have been following along prior, you know, over the last couple months, I, 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 not to downplay any of you who are just starting out with the Cliff Ravenscraft show. By the way, if this is your first episode listening to the show, please go back and listen to one of the previous eight episodes to get a better feel for who I am and what I'm offering with this podcast. But anyway, here, here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to, since I stopped doing 
podcasting A to Z, and I shut down a lot of other things that I was doing related to podcast coaching and consulting, it's freed up a ton of time throughout my work week. I have so much more margin now than I ever dreamed possible in my life. And it is incredibly refreshing. To I, I will get more into that potentially later in this episode, probably not looking at my outline, but certainly in more personal updates in 2018. I will get very detailed to with you guys in a future episode, more than likely, about just how much margin I have in my life and how that has completely shifted my focus about the things that I will commit to and the prioritization of what products and services I will decide to create any point in the future. It's, it, I've shared it with people in my Next Level Mastermind and they're like mind blown. And there are people who are like in their first first one, two or three years in their business and I'm sharing the, them with this and they're instantly adopting this new mindset and it's radically going to lead them to greater success and greater margin. No longer will people be building their online business, trying to create a product and price it in such a way and then literally working around the clock, trying to deliver the value and at the same time marketing to who knows how many people based upon the pro- what their goals are financially and how many people they need to sell it to and and going out and and remarketing after they've delivered uh, uh, so much that's coming soon i i shouldn't have teased that much but just know that that's coming soon so anyway i'm going to start actually creating more content with my free time now this podcast don't worry I'm still going to make it a weekly basis. I still believe an audio podcast is the best format, is no more and no less than once a week. I think that that is the optimal feedback. I know that there are some daily podcasts out there. I don't know. I've never met a person today to date. And by the way, I've met many tens of thousands of podcasters. I've never met a person who has ever told me that there's a daily podcast where they listen to every single episode that has ever been published by that person. Now, there was there is one person who has created a daily podcast in the past where I tried to never miss an episode, but I would occasionally get behind and I would, I, I as much as I hated it and as much as I felt guilty and as much as the psychology within me felt like I was cheating, I had, even in those times, got behind, deleted about eight or nine or 10 episodes and just said, I'll try to keep up from here on out. But even those were few and far between because, well, quite frankly, I just don't like the idea of getting behind. And I even remember a couple years ago, I decided, you know, this show is typically an hour every single week. And I went to my audience. I said, hey, guys, I have a great idea. Instead of doing different topics per episode, I was thinking about doing one topic per episode. And so that way, if I ever refer people back to a specific podcast episode, about a a question that they have, I can send them directly to that one episode that only talks about that things that's related to their question rather than saying, hey, go back and click on this link, click play, and then go to 32 minutes and 33 seconds into the episode. That's when I start talking about that topic. So I proposed to you guys, my audience, or at least my audience back then, which has had some, my audience has transformed over the years, Uh, as I have transformed over the years. 
But back in, back then, I remember saying, hey, guys, I was thinking about doing three 20-minute episodes per week. So instead of one episode, one hour episode, a one-hour-long episode on Friday, how about uh, a 20-minute episode on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? And if you don't want to listen to them all broken up, then just wait until Friday and listen to all three of them, and you'll have an entire hour just like you had before, but they'll just be three different things. And the number of people who told me that I was blown away by the number of people who told me that they would actually unsubscribe from my show if I did that. They don't want three episodes. And they and and I totally get it because quite frankly, I can't think of a single podcaster that I listen to on a weekly basis that I want them to change their format to anything more frequently than once per week. In fact, somebody that I've listened to since the earliest days of podcasting recently did that. And I actually, it, it, I, I've determined that I, I'm not going to try to keep up. Um, it, it's, it, I, I just don't, I don't subscribe to podcasts. I don't have any subscriptions that are daily or even more than once a week. And this one went to more than once a week. And I've decided that's not something I want to try to keep up with, even though they're seven to 10 minute episodes. Uh, it, partly it's because that podcast happens to also be produced first and foremost now as a video blog and and I follow the same person on YouTube and I figure, well, if it's going to be in video and he's going to mention video on such a frequent basis of what's in the video, then I'm just going to watch the YouTube. So I, I yeah, I, 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 is it deprecated? I, 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 I reduced the priority. I, I told it to stop automatically downloading episodes and, and yeah. Anyway, so... This podcast, even though I'm going to be creating more content in 2018, this podcast will remain weekly. My vlog over at youtube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, now that, my friends, is where you're going to see a lot more content. Now, I, I did, I think it was August, uh, I, I think it was called Veda Vlog Every Day in August, and that was incredibly rewarding. I enjoyed that process. Now, I did not actually publish every single day in August, but I I did like 20 some odd vlog entries in August. And I want to actually vlog more and I want to get better at shortening my vlogs, but I, I do want to vlog more. And so this is a commitment that I've made is that I will produce a minimum of one vlog update for my YouTube channel once at, at one at least one per week. However, I, it, it's, it's very clear to me that it could be as much as daily. I mean, my, my desire would be if, if I could fit it in, and I've got some margin in my life, but you know, the thing is, is you don't want to take your margin and just fill it up with lots of commitments, right? So I'm not over committing myself here. Uh, but ideally, I, it'd be cool if I could, I mean, if I could put out four, five, six, or even seven vlog updates a week, that would be incredibly cool. But my goal is to make sure that I always have at least one vlog episode per week. And if I do more, yay. All right, Facebook Live. I wanna do more Facebook Lives. And I'm gonna change some things about Facebook Live. I've determined that Facebook Live, I'm no longer gonna use that for recording this podcast. Like for example, the most recent 15, 20 episodes were all recorded while I was actually broadcasting myself on Facebook Live. I had a live audience. And, well, 
right now, I am not on Facebook Live. I am just sitting here by myself, no live audience watching me while I'm doing this. It's just me and you guys. And so I'm going to stop doing that, but I am going to start doing more Facebook Lives and specifically with the idea of connecting with my community, the people who are there at that moment in time, some of them scheduled, some of them unscheduled, some of them with pre-thought out topics ahead of time and some of them just saying, hey, what's going on everybody, let's just chat. But more Facebook Live. I love connecting with my community and so if you follow me on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Uh, click the follow button there and I would love to, to connect with you on Facebook Live sometimes. So yeah, more content in 2018. That's my zone of genius is creating content and I love it. And I'm going to spend more time in that particular area of my zone of genius. Okay, the next thing I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop trying to impress others with my video productions. Okay, what does this mean? Well, first of all, I'm going to stop being overly concerned about how I look on video. Now, I got over a lot of this uh, in, in in 2017. But I was still making sure that, you know, in my videos I had a button-up shirt or my hair was fixed just right. I just published vlog episode number 139 today and I noticed in the first couple seconds just the way the light hit. You could just see this one nose hair. And I know that I'm actually now pointing it out to you. You're probably going to go over to YouTube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, you're going to look for vlog episode 139 and click play and go large screen and it's like, yeah, there it is. But you know what? I'm going to stop caring about stuff like that. I'm not going to keep have something like a, a nose hair that's just like glimmering in the light. Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. But I'm not going to have something like that completely cause me to just want to redo an entire video after I've plucked that nose hair out. I'm just going to stop worrying about stuff like that. Um, and, because you know what? I it, it took me long enough to create that 16-minute vlog episode. And and it's not so much about impressing people. It For me, it's it's about just focusing on sharing what's on my heart to share with my community. I'm not perfect. You know, I have a crooked bottom tooth that consistently does not stay white. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, those kind of things have bothered me and I think they still bother me a little bit, but I'm going to stop worrying about it and, and I'm just going to stop trying to impress people with my video productions. And also, when I say I'm going to stop trying to impress people with my video productions, one of the things I'm going to stop doing is I'm going to stop trying to overproduce my video content. I'm going to stop trying to emulate some of my favorite vlogs that I watch. I'm going to I'm going to stop trying to do the Casey Neistat time lapse and different angles and stuff like that. That's not to say that I won't ever do those because I probably will, but I'm going to be perfectly content where if I decide that today I want to create a quick video for a vlog update on this topic, I want to be able to just throw my camera up on my on my desk, turn the lights on, and just start talking, and then talk for about 10, 12 minutes, hit stop, open it up, make any obvious edits, and then go. I don't have to worry about, did I change my camera angle enough? Did I use enough B-roll footage? Did I bring in enough 
you know, other elements into the video. You know what? I'm not here to impress anybody. It's like, listen, I believe that my voice and what I have to share is valuable and and I'm not here to impress. All I'm here to do is to share insights, information. I, I want to entertain, educate, encourage, and uh, inspire others to take everything they're doing in their life to the next level so that they can become more of who they're created to be. And I can't allow myself to not create content because I don't feel like this content would impress someone. So stop. I'm going to stop caring about what I look like on video. I'm going to stop trying to overproduce and do things that I don't have time for at that moment in time. It's not to say that I won't do some really cool stuff in, in my vlog in the future, and I will. I'm sure there'll be some vlogs in 2018 that I spend you know, eight or nine or ten hours creating. I have, matter of fact, I want to share with you guys my Volkswagen Beetle. I, I want to create one in the spring where, you know, there's going to be drone footage of me following my car going down. It, anyway, but did I just say Volkswagen Beetle? Some of you probably don't know about that. You know what? Let me uh, let me just go down here and I'm going to just put that as the at the end. VW Update if I have time. I just added that to this outline. That'll go at the very end of the show if I can get my butt rolling on this thing. So, next thing that I'm going to stop doing in 2018, I'm going to stop publishing the video recordings of the Cliff Ravenscraft show on my YouTube channel. And the reason why is because, number one, it was just adding too much extra work for the production of the podcast. Uh, first of all, I was I was doing it live. One of the reasons I was doing it is because I, I, I am in my zone of genius when I'm actually performing live in front of an audience. Even if it's a virtual audience via Facebook Live or any other live streaming platform, I do actually perform well under the 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 watchful eyes of other people it's just i perform i'm actually performing but i'm able i know that i'm also able to i'm performing now this is the way that i'm communicating now this is not the way that i would be communicating to somebody if i had a one-on-one conversation with you in my living room this is not how i talk so I am able to perform. I am able to be in peak state. I am able to get inside of my zone of genius and communicate without being live on Facebook and without recording it for my YouTube channel. All right, so it was adding too much extra work to, to set everything up. And then the other thing is, is that I, as I shared an episode, the last, ep, the most recent eight episodes prior to this one, I recorded all of that on on Facebook Live, and I also recorded it in a, in my special hardware recording, uh, uh, hardware hardware recorder, video recorder, and I uploaded that to YouTube. But the thing is, is the content on YouTube is the unedited raw material, and I was tempted each time to actually edit that material just like I edited my audio version of the show. In fact, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I actually think I did do that for one of the videos. I'm almost positive there was one of the video episodes of those most recent eight episodes where I not only spent an hour and a half editing the audio, but then I probably spent another hour and a half, maybe even two hours editing the video recording of it for my YouTube channel. 
And do you know how many people are, no, that, you know what, that doesn't matter. No, that's not, that's not a, okay, I was about ready to tell you. Do you know how many people watch it? It's like, on average, they're getting about 150 downloads. You know what? That's extremely important. That's 150, let's just say, of the 150, a couple people restarted the video a couple times, you know, but let's just say if it's 150 views on there, let's just say it's 98 people watched that video or any portion of that video. Well, that's 98 individual human beings who may or may not have ever listen to my audio podcast. And is that worth it? Yes, it is. But still, it's not, when I think about what I want to do with my YouTube channel, it's more vlog content that I want to put there. And I go back to this original premise is that this content that I'm creating right now is not meant for my YouTube audience. It's meant for you guys. You who are actually listening to me uh, later, at, at your own convenience, in audio form only, this is this is for you. I And if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, then I want to create content that's just for the folks on YouTube. I, I don't, I, it's been valuable. I know some people love it, but it, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop posting the recordings of the Cliff Ravenscraft show on YouTube. And yeah, I'm going to stop recording in front of the Facebook live stream as well. All right, so there we go. That's going to be something that I stop. I'm going to start getting up early Monday through Friday. So on weekdays, I, I'm going back to a a regular habit of waking up early in the morning. Specifically, my my intention is that I will be out of bed, feet on the floor by 5 a.m. So I I'm able to make these commitments and and track them. Uh, using my Habit Share app. If you haven't heard me talk about this, I think I may have talked about that in in the uh, one of the most recent episodes, the one that talked about developing healthy habits. But anyway, I talked about this at length in vlog episode one thirty nine today, the one with the the, the nose hair vlog. <laughs> uh, I how, here's the deal. I. I know it sounds ridiculous. I'm embarrassed as all get out by this, but the one thing I can, one thing I know is that I'm absolutely certain that vlog episode 139 is at least going to get a ton more views, even if it's only for the first 30 seconds of the video. But habit tracking and sharing, if you want to hear about how I'm habit tracking and, and even see what it looks like in my app and also uh, just the the just the mindset and the thoughts of of things going into the habit tracking and sharing. Check out vlog episode one thirty nine. Try to ignore the no- nose hair. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving back to my outline. Where was I going? So I'm gonna. So I'm I'm tracking this and and the because of the habit share app and the people that I'm sharing my habits with, which you can hear about in epi- in vlog episode one thirty nine. Because of that, I'm absolutely convinced that I can make this a regular part, a regular part of my routine, a part of my lifestyle. And my one, the reason why I chose out of bed by 5 a.m. is because I know my mind is freshest early in the morning. I know that I'm more focused early in the morning. I'm I'm best able to take in new information and insights in the morning. Uh, that it's just it, it's a fresh new day it's a fresh new start and and not only that but if I get up at 5 a.m when I might normally get up at 8 a.m 
which is between eight and nine is when I've been getting up more recently. Dude, I'm adding three or four more hours to my day, but they're not th- just any three or four more hours. They're three or four of the most the rewarding, most productive hours of my life. And I only know this is because I've had this routine in the past. Just back then, I didn't have any accountability or habit tracking app or any sharing with with people that I'm the closest with to to maintain it. So I've got I've I've started that and developed the habit of waking up at 5 a.m. in the past, but I I really believe in 2018 because of the Next Level Mastermind, the Habit Share app, uh, I will be able to to maintain that. And by the way, I set that intention last night. Um, I I decided to start using my app to charge my Apple Watch at least an hour before I go to bed, so it's at 100%. And I use my Apple Watch on silent mode for my alarm so that I can wake up at 4.45 in the morning without waking Stephanie up. And so I set it last night and exactly uh, 4.45, my alarm went off. I let it snooze one time, but I was out of bed by 5 a.m. And yeah, I had an incredible morning. All right. Something I'm going to stop doing in 2018 is I'm going to stop staying up late. So my goal is to, even though I'm going to get up at, and be out of bed by 5 a.m., I'm going to stop staying up late. I'm going to, I, my goal is to always get six to eight hours of sleep. This means that I'm in bed, and not just in bed, but I'm in bed laying down ready to actually go to sleep. That means lights out somewhere between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. 11 p.m. at the latest, uh, as early as 9 p.m. And I'm not not embarrassed to tell you that at 7.45, I was in pajamas in bed. Now, from 7.45 to 8.45, I was hanging, I was browsing some stuff on YouTube and looking things up and 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 just relaxing but at what would I what did I say at 8:45 I'm like okay it's it's time to put my phone down I picked my watch up off the charger set the alarm and turned the lights out and by nine o'clock I was out and I you know the, th- the thing is is when when I go to bed that it, I I I know that I t- don't typically do very many things that are all that quote unquote productive late in the evening. Even when I come into the office and I work into the evenings, like sometimes I might come in here and work at nine, ten, or eleven o'clock at night because I took the day off, or for example. Well, when I do that, I may get things done, but I'm I'm nowhere near as productive at those hours as I would be if I was to get the that stuff done much earlier in the day. So I'm not missing out on anything, and also um, because I have another goal you're going to hear about in just a moment. It's easier for me to go to bed early, and that way I'm not tempted to snack after dinner time. So yeah, I'm going to stop staying up late. All right, another thing I'm going to start. I'm going to start devoting a minimum of 30 minutes and up to two hours every single weekday to my personal slash pro... Let me say that again. I'm not editing this show. To my personal slash professional growth time. Now, this is where I will spend 30 minutes up to two hours every Monday through Friday either reading a book or listening to some 
in informational content. It could be a podcast as long as the podcast is something that is is growth related. Uh, it's teaching me something new, providing valuable insights, things. Specifically, I'm looking for content where I would want to take notes. Uh, it, now, right now, I'm mostly working through this 30-day program, which for me will be either a 60- or 90-day program called Personal Power 2 by Tony Robbins. And the reason why it pl- I plan on it taking me so long is because I, uh, when I'm in my personal slash professional growth time, reading a book, listening to an audiobook, or listening to an audio program like what I'm doing with this Tony Robbins material, I'm literally considering it like a college course. I'm taking copious notes, almost pretty much transcribing most of what I'm hearing, not everything, but my notes are pretty darn thorough. And if you were to, once I go through an entire audiobook or this this personal power to program by Tony Robbins, if you, if once I'm finished with this thing, if I were to give you my notes on personal power to, you could read my notes and I promise you there's very little that you would actually get out of listening to it that you wouldn't get out of reading it because I take that, that much, that detailed of copious notes and, and that's exactly what I want I because there's something about if I'm reading, I'm actually visually seeing it and then I'm processing and thinking about it and then I'm typing it and it's, and it's just this repetition is is really driving it deeper into my mind, into my subconscious. I, I'm, it, it's shaping who I am. It's changing who I am. It's going to at least change the results because the the results I get are going to be changed because of the actions that are, I've taken that are changed. And my actions that I'm going to take and change are going to change as a result of my thoughts and emotions related to different things. All right. Anyway, that we'll talk about the tier formula: thoughts and emo, thoughts plus emotions plus actions equal your results. That actually came from T. Harv Ecker in Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Maybe that'll be a future episode of this podcast. But anyway, I'm going to start develop, d- devoting thirty, a minimum of thirty minutes every Monday through Friday, up to two hours every week, and I spend an hour today in my personal growth time. So. Yeah, super stoked about that. And the cool thing about that is it's going to give me so many new insights and that that will, first of all, improve my life and raise my standards and, and help me become more of who I was created to be. But also, all of that stuff will make me even a greater mentor to those in the next level mastermind and and those who I'm, I'm coming alongside and helping them through their journey and people who hire me one-on-one for mentoring. And, and it's going to help me uh, in, in just all of my relationships with friends and just people that I'm in doing life with. And it's also going to make for an even more incredible free the dream conference and it's going to make for amazing uh, vlog content and even podcast content so i'm super stoked about that starting 30 minutes to two hours every single weekday starting today and i've already done it all right and then the next thing i'm going to stop doing in 2018 i'm going to stop weighing over 200 pounds i'm sick and tired of it i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of it uh, I've I, in the past, so I started working out six days a week every week for the rest of my life in November 2014, and 
that's not been a problem. Working out, that that's my lifestyle. You couldn't force me to stop working out because I'm addicted and I love it. So, but the thing is, is um, I did get below 200 pounds and then for some reason I let my eating habits get back out of control again and I've gone up and nowhere near where I started, but I, I went up about 25, 30 pounds and well, I, I'm back over 200 and so I'm absolutely committed that in 2018 and actually by February 15th, I will be under 200 pounds and from that point forward, I I will no I will never be over two hundred pounds again. That that's just it. Uh, so, a uh, couple of things that I'm committed to as far as habits to get me there. I I, I won't tell you working out six days a week every week because I, that's I, I will come up with that the things and I I'm going to continue doing. But anyway, I'm committed to staying within my calorie budget. And I'm committed to staying away from sugar. If you want more details on that, please check out vlog episode 139. Yes, the nose hair vlog. <laughs> um, over at uh, youtube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft vlog 139. But I'm going to stop weighing over 200 pounds in 2018. All right. Here are some of the things that I'm going to continue doing in 2018. I will continue to work out six days a week every week for the rest of my life. And my physical fitness will forever be a higher priority than anything I ever do in my business. That is a commitment. That is a, that's not just a commitment to myself. That is a part of who I am and my identity at this point. I, yeah. Anyway, I will continue to focus and prioritize my investment of my time, effort, and energy into the lives of those who are in the next level mastermind and those in the green room mastermind. My highest priority in my business and ongoing will be the ongoing and growing relationships with a total of 29 people in 2018 and beyond. And those 29 people, well, five of them are the members of the Green Room Mastermind. That would be Ray Edwards, Pat Flynn, Michael Stelzner, Leslie Samuel, and Mark Mason. Those five people, I will I will continue to pour myself out into those relationships as much as they desire or as much as is possible. That, that's, that's my heart to do that. These guys have been the, the greatest source of encouragement and growth in my life. I, my personal mastermind group, the Green Room Mastermind, has been the bomb. And, and in 2018, I'm going to continue to pour my life into them. And then it's continue because I started this November 1st, but I am going to continue to pour my time, effort, and energy into the relationships uh, of 24 other people. And those 24 people are members of the Next Level Mastermind. And that's uh, that's two different groups. I have a I have an AM group and a PM group. Twelve people in each group. Now the thing is, is right as this very moment, I just started this. It's a thousand dollars per month for membership. The next level mastermind is only for those who are on the journey of one hundred percent full time self employment. Mostly for those who are already full time self employed, who already have had products and services where they've validated it by having people have. People have paid them for what it is that their business is focused on. All right. Those are all requirements, by the way. However, I do allow some people who still have a day job, but only if their desire and goal is to actually transition out of that day job to become full time self employed. But they still, even those people who still have the day job, 
they must have a business with products and services that people are already paying for. My the the next level mastermind are for people who are on the journey of full-time self-employment and who have already validated that they can make a living from what they're doing. It's just maybe they're not making as much as they feel like they could or should and the goal and the focus is to take all of us on this journey of of taking our existing business efforts to a whole new levels. And that is exactly what has been happening since I started this in the first week of November. Now, currently the morning group has seven members as I am recording this. The PM group has three members. I'm still getting mastermind applications in all the time. However, uh, not everyone gets approved because I do have some pretty strict guidelines. And I, it, it it's it's not that if if you have a full-time job and you're creating a side business and you have no desire to leave your day job, you're just looking to build some side income, something to supplement your retirement or just something to be a little fulfilling on the side of your day job, but you're not really unsatisfied with your day job, There's I, I, I'm not making any judgment on that. I, and and I think more power to you. I'm I'm thrilled that you have a day job that you love, and that gives you the freedom to build something on the side. But in the next level mastermind, it's very specific that we want people who all have the shared experience of being able to devote 100% of their time, effort, and energy on their own full-time self-employed lifestyle. That they're in full control of their schedule. They're in full control of everything, and. We make an exception for those who still have the day job, but they have to have a goal to transition out. That that that's that's just what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I but I'm gonna continue. In matter of fact, this is the coolest thing. I because oh, in the past years, what have I done? You figure twenty students per session of podcasting A to Z, six sessions per year is what I've done, right? So that's twenty times six. Is that a is that a hundred and twenty people? Uh, let me do the math on this on my calculator here. Uh, so what did I say? Six times per year times 20. And yeah, that's 120 people. So in previous years, I've poured my heart and all of my time, effort, and energy on mentoring and coaching 120 people per year. Now that's approximately 20 plus people per session of podcasting A to Z. So that's about 20 people for four weeks. And then I don't really connect with them very much at all. I mean, sure, there's some up, you know, some connecting here, connecting there. They they email me an update. But with 120 people per year on average, and then if you multiply that by eight years, that's 960 people. Is there any way that I can have a very deep ongoing relationship where I am invested in the success of my students of over 960 people on an ongoing basis? No, that's not possible. And so one of the unexpected things that's that's opened up in my mind since shutting down the podcasting A to Z course and then launching the Next Level Mastermind is that, oh my gosh, I get to form these mentoring and mastermind relationships with these 24 individuals, but I actually get to have those as ongoing. I, I actually get to walk along the journey with these people for as, for a minimum of a year, and potentially I can actually, inv- just like I've invested in the green room, these these five men that I just told you about, 
which by the way, the next level mastermind is not open to only men. It just happens that the green room is only men. That was not intentional either. But the next level mastermind, both the morning and evening have women in them as well. So uh, just want to clarify that. But anyway, the, the thing is, is, the relationships that I have that are the most effective and most powerful are the ones where I've met weekly for week after week for after week, month after month after month, for year after year after year. And those are the strongest bonds, the strongest relationships, the most valuable relationships in my life are the relationships that I've had in the green room. And to think that I'm actually establishing that and creating that environment for all of these folks in the Next Level Mastermind. And the fact that now, when it comes to my priorities, my time, effort, and energy in 24 people in the Next Level Mastermind, and those will be ongoing. Now, I, I'm sure that occasionally somebody may drop out and somebody may pop in, but still, it's a manageable number of people for me to be fully invested in. And uh, right now, the Next Level Mastermind has a total of 10 members. That means there's only spot for 14 more members. If you are interested, head over to nextlevelmastermind.info, not .com, but go to nextlevelmastermind.info. You'll want to submit your application ASAP because in a couple of weeks, I'll probably be doing something that will completely sell out all remaining spots pretty much guaranteed. So if you've been thinking about it, you've been hearing me talk about the Next Level Mastermind for a while, and you're interested in being in a mastermind relationship with me where you become one of the 24 people that I am fully invested in in your success uh, and creating an environment of a mastermind experience that is like none other, then head over to nextlevelmastermind.info. All right, one other thing I'm going to continue doing in 2018, I'm going to continue the preparation of the Free the Dream Conference. In fact, I have been working on this all along. You haven't been hearing me talk about it a whole lot lately, and the reason why is because I've been putting most of my marketing attention on Next Level Mastermind, and that's going to continue until the Next Level Mastermind is full and has a waiting list of people. But um, I am still working on the Free the Dream Conference. In fact, I've had uh, all of my one-on-one inv- co- uh, conversations and interviews and everything for all of my speakers, and I have speaker agreements signed from all of my speakers. And so I will be speaking at the Free, Free the Dream Conference. My wife is actually going to do a talk titled Five Attitudes That Any Entrepreneurial Spouse Should Ad- or Can Adopt to Contribute to, a success- to Marriage and Business Success. So five attitudes that every entrepreneurial spouse could adopt to contribute to marriage and business success, even if the wife is not directly involved in the business. All right? Um, So Stephanie will be speaking. Uh, Ray Edwards. You guys know Ray Edwards. I mean, come on. If you've been following me, you've got to know who Ray Edwards is. And yes, Ray is confirmed. He will be on stage speaking at our event Dan Miller, my number one business mentor, personal friend, and a man who has literally changed my life, Dan Miller will be speaking on our stage as well. My great friend, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, and he's also a member of the Green Room Mastermind. He will be speaking at the conference. He's also going to do the MC for the event. 
Giovanna Ellison is somebody I met through Dan Miller's community and super impressed with her from the very first presentation I ever heard her give at Coaching with Excellence. And I am super stoked about what she's going to be doing from the stage at the Free to the Dream conference. Daphne Scott, she happens to have been uh, my She was one of the very first people to sign up for one of my $1,000 full business mastermind events back in June of 2014. She was the very first client who ever hired me for my Day with Cliff package. That's my $7,500 mentoring package where you come here to Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. You spend an entire eight-hour day with me one-on-one for a mentoring session. She was the first person who ever did that. And not only that, she's a podcasting A to Z alumni, but she is also somebody who took some advice that I gave years ago in that One Day Business Mastermind and radically transformed her life and her business. She is 100% full-time self-employed, and she's doing some incredible things. And also, remember the big leap by Gay Hendricks? She had the podcast that she launched from Podcasting A to Z, the Super Fantastic Leadership Show. For the first 121 or 122 episodes, her co-host on the show was Katie Hendricks, Gay Hendricks' wife. And of course, I had Daphne on in an episode recently, uh, a couple months ago, here on the podcast, talking about Einstein time and other things related to uh, The Big Leap. And also, she's responsible for connecting me with Gay Hendricks and having him on the show to discuss the big leap here in this podcast. But Daphne is a great friend of mine and I am very excited about what she'll be bringing to the stage as well. PJ Jonas from goatmilkstuff.com. She has an incredible story. I'll talk more about her later. Uh, But PJ Jonas is going to have an incredible talk on the stage at Free the Dream. Aaron Walker is going to be speaking. Some of you may be familiar with who Aaron is if you're walking around in the same community as community as myself and Ray Edwards and Dan Miller and, and folks like that. Chances are you may have heard the name Aaron Walker. If you haven't, I'd, I'd love to introduce you to Aaron and his message at the Free to Dream Conference. Those are my confirmed speakers. And yes, I will be speaking a lot at the Free the Dream Conference. And I'm doing a lot to prepare. In fact, Stephanie and I both have a planning session tomorrow, or no, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, with our event planning staff. Um, and we'll begin marketing this conference down the road. Uh, probably as soon as the Next Level Mastermind has completely filled up, that's when the marketing for Free the Dream will officially begin. Now, if you, I do want to encourage you, go ahead and mark your calendars for September 7th, 8th, and 9th in Franklin, Tennessee. Okay, so September 7th, 8th, and 9th, it's guaranteed that that date will not change. September 7th, 8th, and 9th, it's going to be in Franklin, Tennessee at a place called The Factory. That's all 100% in stone, in writing, contract signed, everything. Now, if you want to be signed up to be notified when the official sales page goes live where you can buy a ticket, um, if you want to be notified as soon as that's available, go to freethedream.live, freethedream.live, that's not .com, so freethedream.live. Now, I know some of you may absolutely want to go ahead and buy your tickets now. Maybe you've already saved your money, you've already uh, bought your, t- your your hotel room, all that stuff, you got your airline ticket, you're just it's like, Cliff, let me buy the tickets. 
I will tell you, I have been working on the official sales page for the conference. It is private right now. I'm not sharing it publicly anywhere. However, if you absolutely are convinced you're ready to buy your tickets right now, send me an email, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com or cliff at podcastanswerman.com. They both both go to the same place. So whichever one's easiest for you to remember or spell, uh, send it to cliff at cliffravenscraft.com or cliff at, cl- at podcastanswerman.com. In the subject line, put free the dream tickets. I will send you a link to the private sales page. But just know this, the, pri- the sales page that I send you, it's not completely finished. You'll be able to see the video that I have. I have a sales page video. I think it's really good. It's got some sales copy on there and it just has pictures of the speakers and it, it, it has a lot of work that needs to be done to it before it officially goes live. And I will ask you, please don't share a link to that page with anyone. But if you do want to buy tickets, you know you want to buy tickets right now, then email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com or cliff at podcastanswerman.com. Put free the dream tickets in the subject line. I will send you that link. All right, and then um, another thing I'll continue, I'm gonna continue my next level workshops. However, the Building an Online Business Workshop, it, massive success in 2017. Absolutely massive success. And when I thought about 2018 after shutting down podcasting A to Z, thinking about streams of income, I thought I might do anywhere between four to six of those things, of those workshops here in my studio. But then I started thinking about the fact that, wait a second, I really want to spend a lot of time uh, pouring into these relationships with these 29 people that I told you about, 24 of them in the Next Level Mastermind. And not to mention the fact that I've got this major conference that I'm planning and preparing for and will be marketing. So as a result, there may only be one or two sessions of the Building an Online Business Workshop here in the Next Level Studio. And as a result of that, I took off all the scheduled dates and I put up a little button that says click here to register now, which led people to a place where they could be put their name on a waiting list. And that waiting list today got over 30 people on it. And as of today, we had over 30 people on it. So I went ahead and said, okay, April 6th and 7th, let's go ahead and officially put that one on. That That is definitely one date or one weekend that I will host a Next Level Workshop here in the Next Level Studio, April 6th and 7th. And it may be the only one in 2018. There might be one other one. Probably this could be the only one because I've got so many other things that I want to focus on and I don't want to eat up all of my margin. So, uh, because again, I want to create a lot of content, all right? But anyway, uh, you can go to nextlevelworkshop.live. Now, as soon as I submitted this, as soon as it went online, even before I emailed the people who are on the waiting list on my mailing list, I already had somebody who registered within 15 minutes of it being added. So go ahead and go to, um, it's actually nextlevelworkshop.live, not .com, nextlevelworkshop.live. So, so far, what have you gotten? (laughs) You've received uh, nextlevelmastermind.info, freethedream.live, that's for the waiting list, and now it's nextlevelworkshop.live, all right? Anyway, so yeah, I'm going to continue that. Uh, And then something that I did just before 2018 started, but it's now over an hour. And I will just quickly just run these through. I I, I have the, um, 
I have this in list form. So here it is. Number one, I've changed my main domain from podcastanswerman.com to cliffravenscraft.com. I'm sure some of you saw that coming, but yep, it's official now. Cliffravenscraft.com is my domain. Now, I also on my website have a new logo, uh, which is pretty cool. It's just my name, but it's it's a logo version of my name. Uh, I've moved my homepage and all other pages on my website over to New Kajabi. So really, the I, I would say what comprises the core of my website, cliffravenscraft.com, is not on WordPress. It is on New Kajabi. All right, and I do that because New Kajabi doesn't have, it's not, uh, it doesn't need updates, doesn't have security vulnerabilities. It, it just, it's just super fast. So if you go to cliffravenscraft.com, it'll instantly pull up. You'll see, click on any of the pages, uh, which there are very few for you to click on because I'm very intentional, very focused on what I want my website to focus on. Anyway, so, but all my pages are under New Kajabi. Now, here's the thing. I'm still going to keep my blog and podcast episodes all on WordPress. Now, they're currently still over at podcastanswerman.com. However, eventually I will change podcast answer man. But by the way, if you type in podcastanswerman.com, it'll it'll actually forward you to cliffravenscraft.com. But if you go to cliffravenscraft.com and click on podcast, you'll see that it'll take you to the WordPress site, right? Now it'll it'll take you to podcastanswerman.com slash category slash uh, PAM, I think is what it says. But um, in the future, it will actually take you to blog.cliffravenscraft.com slash category slash podcast or whatever. So anyway... I am keeping WordPress. The reason why I'm keeping WordPress is there's just so many hundreds, if not thousands of posts on my WordPress site that are getting a ton of traction, and I don't want to try to reduplicate all of that over in Kajabi. New Kajabi does have a blog blogging platform, but the other thing is, is I love the ConvertKit plugin that allows that automatically places an email opt-in form, my default opt-in form, on every single post on my site, which I know that I could manually add opt-in forms from ConvertKit into my blog posts. But the thing is, if I come up with a new uh, incentive down the road that is more effective and more in line with the current things that I want to promote um, in with WordPress, it, all I have to do is change it in ConvertKit and, con- and WordPress, because of the plugin, will automatically change it on thousands of posts on my site. Whereas Kajabi would still have all the old default forms. So I am keeping WordPress for for that. Um, I am going to hold off right now because I do plan on potentially moving my WordPress account over to a different system. I've been getting some slowness issues with my servant hosting recently and and I, I'm I'm contemplating a change. So that may come soon. And and I won't change from podcastanswerman.com for the actual domain of my WordPress blog until um, I switch it over to a new platform. Anyway, my so my website today is a mixture of New Kajabi and WordPress, but I designed both New Kajabi, my site on New Kajabi, and my site on WordPress using the Divi theme. They're both designed exactly the same. They look the same. So the header, the logo, the navigation menu looks the same no matter which one you go. They're duplicated. So if I add a new nav uh, 
item, a navigation button or or uh, item, a a link in my navigation menu, I have to put it in Kajabi and in WordPress. But that's very rare that I'll have to do that. So, but yeah, that's what I've done. Uh, New Kajabi used to be under store.podcastanswerman.com, but I changed it to where New Kajabi is now, cliffravenscraft.com, which means I needed to do a a 301 redirect so that anything that, if you still had a a link saved that went to store.podcastanswerman.com slash whatever, it will automatically forward you to cliffravenscraft.com slash whatever. Uh, of course, I say that I did all of this, but really, I couldn't have done any of this. I couldn't pulled off any of what I've done without the awesome help of my great friend and mastermind uh, cohort, Mark Mason, from LateNightIM.com and the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Mark is such a great friend, and he spent a couple hours with me uh, during his Christmas break to help me get all of those things forwarded and set up correctly, and, and, and it works awesome. Oh, and one other thing Mark helped me do. My WordPress site is no longer uh, HTTP-based. It is now, it's got the security certificate. It is now HTTPS compliant, which means that if you go to my website in Chrome, it will no longer say not secure, um, so that I, we did that. Now, my apologies, by the way, to all of you who are using the Apple Podcasts app where it shows you that you, where all of a sudden right around Thanksgiving to Christmas, actually over the Christmas break, you got a, you came into your app one day and it says, hey, you have 100 unlistened to episodes of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I think that happened because um, I, 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 I should have still had the same GUI or the same u- unique ID identifier, but I guess the the HTTPS instead of the HTTP threw it off. I don't know, but my apologies. Uh, it may happen again when I make the change from store. Anyway, if that's happened to you and you haven't done anything about it, my recommendation is just completely delete your subscription to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Wipe it out. Make sure your settings in your podcast by default is set to only download the most recent episode and then just go search for the Cliff Ravenscraft show and resubscribe. Give that a shot. See if that works. If not, um, I am currently using Pocket Casts. I know in an episode a while back, episode 520, I talked about the fact that I moved over to Overcast. I have since left Overcast and I'm now with Pocket Casts as my podcast application. And I mentioned that I would give you a Volkswagen bug update and I don't have time for that right now. So what I will tell you to do, if you want to hear about my dream car and the fact that I now own my dream car, which is a 1974 Volkswagen Beetle named Abigail... Uh, I encourage you to go listen to episode, uh, go watch episode 135 and 138 of my vlog. Episode, it's it's 135, or no, it's no, it's 136 and 138. I apologize, I'm not editing this podcast. Anyway, 136 and 138. Those are the two vlog posts. One is one is titled "I'm about to buy my dream car," and then the next one is titled my 1974 Volkswagen Beetle. Go check out those. You'll be completely up to date on on the fact that I've purchased my dream car. And with that, my friends, yes, I'm an hour and 11 minutes or so. Uh, Actually, a little bit under because there was one place where I, I cleared my throat. I am going to edit that out. But now I'm finished. The rest is live to drive. Thank you so much for allowing me to give you this less polished show 
but allowing me to make continue to make it more personal and and yeah all of that good stuff guys man what an incredible opportunity we have in 2018 i wish you great success as you take everything you're doing to the next level and i very much look forward to working with some of you in the next level mastermind seeing some of you here in the next session of the building an online business workshop and eventually a whole lot of you at the Free the Dream Conference. Until then, take everything you do to the next level.